You're listening to Unscripted, the film show. You can't handle the truth. I'm walking here. I'm walking here. Here's Johnny. You're going to need a bigger boat. I'll have what she's having. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Welcome to Thursday night and welcome to Unscripted, the film show. Uh, my name is Lewis and I'm going to be joined shortly by Cecilia. Uh, and of course, no uh, no Rachel still. She is on sabbatical. Uh, we don't, don't know when she'll be back, but I'm sure she'll be back in the chair at some point in time. Uh, this week, I've, I, can, I can see Cecilia on the, on the video camera racing into the studio as we speak. Uh, but this week on the show, I have two films that I'm going to be uh, talking about. Uh, one of them is a Reminiscence, a new film starring Wolverine himself, Hugh Jackman, uh, and the other one is Free Guy, starring uh, Deadpool himself, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, and uh, in a very short space of time, we're going to find out what uh, Cecilia has to talk about on this show. Perhaps perhaps Cecilia has to... Hello, hello, hello <laughs> I'm here. Yeah, I should turn your mic on. That would be, that would be nice. Uh, ah. I've arrived. Ah, uh, traffic. You have indeed. You have indeed. And, 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 and am I am I allowed to talk about your event that you had this week or your? Of course, yeah, you, yeah, can, you, know. you can. You can. You so can. Happy birthday, Cecilia. Thank I hope you. you. I hope you had an awesome time. Yeah, it's been nice. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, it's always good. You always get a little bit of attention from people on your birthday, <laughs> and it's um a little bit kind of overwhelming, isn't it? Yeah, it can, it can be. Especially if you, when you get cakes and flowers and all of that and you, everyone's looking at you. And um, But interestingly, I um, found out I shared my birthday with a few people. So Oh, really? I did, yeah. What, famous people or friends? Just work people. Work people? Yeah, which is great because um, I've never really shared my birthday with anyone. So... Uh, or not anyone that I know of. And you know people all the time who are like, oh, yeah, my birthday's on, you know, the same day mm. as my friend. And, yeah, so yeah, it's nice. That's awesome. I think um, uh, I, I, I think it was the, the Rock. No, no, it wasn't. Kevin Smith has the same birthday as my mum. Oh, cool. Yes, cool. It's it's cool when you find out. You, uh, I actually don't know if I share my birthday with anyone. I think it's. I probably do. Someone not so cool. I'm going to look. Yeah, I'll have a look. You look and, and see see who you share your birthday with. So, did you uh, see any films this week as well as uh, enjoying your your birthday festivities? Yeah, look, I managed to see a film. I've actually got a couple of films that um, I've seen due out this week, which is great. So, I seen the Night House on Saturday, which is a new kind of thriller. Uh, starring Rebecca Hall. And then I've also seen Annette, which is officially due out next week, but there's some advanced screenings. So it might be nice to um, get people pumped and ready for that one. I think so. that's fair. I think and that's fair. what about you, Lewis? Because I missed the first part of this show. What have you seen? <laughs> I saw um, uh, I saw Free Guy. Ah, oh, cool. Went went out and saw that one because uh, I was um, I actually decided to uh, well, uh, my wife Cat uh, had a lot of uh, annual leaves stored up because mm-hmm. uh, we haven't gone anywhere so it's just like built up and built up and built up and her uh, bosses went you need to use some of your annual leave so isn't she was, that nice well yeah it's nice but it's kind of like you must use your annual you leave yeah. Uh, but yeah so uh, we did a bit of a staycay in, in old Frio and, uh, and you were lovely enough to go and look after our fur babies which is Wee awesome pops. 
uh, and uh, so we went and did that, and so it was it was very cool to, to like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if, I don't know if you noticed this, but uh, did you notice how like you know uh, the weekend and Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, the weather was just amazing? Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> In, it, it was. It, it all happened for you, didn't it? Yeah. In the in the past, I've I've always joked, you know, because Kat and I would go away on holidays to some places where the weather's a bit. <coughs> excuse me, sorry, apologies. A bit inclement. Mm. Um, I was choking on my my word using a big word like inclement, and I choked on it. <laughs> you literally um, choked. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so uh, places like Scotland and and England, and, but wherever we've gone, we've generally had good weather. Mm-hmm. And I've always attributed it to saying I've got a weather booker. So wherever I'm going, they just book the good weather for me and I never thought that I always thought it was a bit jokey never thought it was really true until this week where we've just had like you know a whole month of rain and then we're booking a bit of holiday time and then it's just amazing like you know t-shirt weather days mm. so yeah I think uh, my weather booker does exist and I'd just like to say thank you very much for, for the awesome weather you've given us over the last week uh, especially in Fremantle as yes well. I yes. mean it's beautiful beaches and uh, yeah nothing better than a bit of sunshine <laughs> Uh, while while you're here. But um, apparently I share a birthday with Edward Norton and Andy Samberg uh, as two people. So there's probably more out there as well. Christian Slater. I think Andy Samberg and uh, uh, Edward Norton are pretty good picks. And, they and, are, aren't they? And Christian Slater, did you say, as well? Christian Slater wow. as well. So there you go. And uh, Patrick Swayze, but obviously um, R.I.P. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, definitely. So what about you? Do you share your birthday with anybody? Or? I don't know. I've got, now I've got to look. Now look you've got to, got to um, mention it. But I, I guess right at the, the top of the show, you may, have you already mentioned this, uh, the, the mission that we need to go on? The, for this show? Oh, uh, about the... Uh, the sourdough starter? No, I hadn't mentioned that, no. Well, your your wife and, and I suppose the producer of the show, <laughs> in a way, or the producer of um, the gentleman of pop culture, the network, because she takes care of a lot of the, um, the, the stuff behind the scenes, uh, which is fantastic. But she uh, was given a task to name her sourdough starter... Uh, and she does have a few ideas already, uh, ready. Um, but it was because her friends was called Bread Pit. Is that right? Bread Pit, yes. Bread Pit. Now, a sourdough starter. Okay. So what does that mean? Is that a, a sourdough start? Like a, literally a start? It's it's kind of like. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Sorry. It's um a, a, a you need to make the sourdough starter before you can make the, the, the sourdough because right. it's got to have this like um, this thing that uh, I don't know if it ferments or does something but it gives a bit of a sourish taste to the bread. That's what, okay. Yeah. Right. Well, maybe if I Google it, it'll give me some kind yeah. of idea. So, but, oh, so it's okay. Oh, I see. So you've got to actually ferment something beforehand. But all, um, all it really is is flour and water. Yeah. Which okay. is glue basically. Yeah. Yep, so it's wild yeast made from flour water uh, and it, you obviously, yeah, ferment it for a little bit by the looks of it and that's what makes it sour and that's what you mm. use in the sourdough but bread. I think the uh, the yeast just comes from the atmosphere. So it's not like ah. you don't actually add it in. It, it just, just gets yeah. in there. Yeah. Okay. And sometimes six days you, you, you wait before you use it. 
by the looks of it. I yeah. mean, it could be different in different recipes and or you could leave it a bit longer. And you've got to, like, feed this thing every day, which means you've got to take stuff you've got to out. You've got to feed it. Yeah, you've got to feed, keep giving it more flour and, and stuff. Um, and you've got to take stuff out and then add more stuff to it. And then Kat found that, like, you know, she was just throwing a heap of flour and stuff into the bin. And so she found out you can make uh, these uh, grassinis, I think they're called, like little stick, you know, breadsticks. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, and also crumpets. She can make um, crumpets from them as well. So um, she's just been like you know, experimenting with Seems like a big commitment. Good on you. But she did have a few ideas. Um, Bradley Cooper, uh, Madonna, but like Madonna. 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 <laughs> uh, Sir Don Bredman, Clint Eastwood and Marlon Breddo. I don't get the Clint Eastwood. Clint, Clint Eastwood. Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. I don't get Clint that one. East. Brett, maybe change to Breadwood, Clint Breadwood. Oh, maybe? maybe it was supposed to be, but it's auto-corrected. Yeah. Maybe, I'm not sure, 100%. <laughs> but I think they're all hilarious. Um, also, uh, Donald, Donald, Donald Duck, Donald <laughs> Glover. Yeah, so look, there's plenty there, but I'm thinking uh, we should try and come up with a few more maybe. Well, I'm going to try and uh, uh, knead that in to, uh, <laughs> to my um, uh, people born on the 17th of April, which is my birthday, if you want to make a note of that for next year. Um, <laughs> so uh, the first one is actor uh, Sean Beans on Toast. Oh, very good. Uh, oh, Liz Fair. I don't know who Liz Fair is. She's Liz a singer, Fair. apparently. Uh, but I, I'm not going to make a bread joke about her name because I, I can't. Um, oh, Jennifer Garner. Actually, Jennifer Garner's born on my birthday as well. How can I? What bread do you think you make there? Okay, uh, Jennifer Garnish. I mean, you could, I suppose, mm. yeah, Garnish bread. Garnish bread. Yeah. Jennifer Garnish bread. No. Um, <laughs> Jennifer Garlic bread. <laughs> we'll call we'll, we'll call her that that one there. Uh, oh, Victoria Beckham. Uh, is also uh, on my on my birthday as well, uh, Victoria. Um, oh, bread ham. It's it's ham it's just it's just writing itself really at the, at the end of the day. Uh, Rooney Mera uh, is also uh, on my birthday as well, um, and I think that's it. No, no. Is there anyone else? Nothing. That's about it. So, yeah, I got I got a few people. It's amazing. People born on the same day as I am. There you well, go. Not same same day, different years, I suppose. A- and apparently, somebody has a starter which is 122 years old. Wow! I don't know what? how that works because she would have had to inherit it from someone else. Yeah. Um, her starter is 100 kept alive and fermenting in her refrigerator. Uh, but a lady, Lucille, who is 83 years old, uh, who lives in New, uh, you know. I want to fact check this before I read it out because it doesn't sound correct to me. But um, there you go. Maybe maybe Kat can aim for something like that. But um, I reckon we'll have a think about those. And if listeners out there want to uh, also chime in, they can by uh, jumping on the Facebook and um, sending us a... Uh, you know, I don't know how Facebook works. Send us a message. That's the best way, I think, through Unscripted, the film show. I, I think I, I think that, um, uh, yeah, Kat's uh, uh, suggestions are probably... Uh, Sufficient? I, I think she's, she's, she knows she knows where uh, where it's at. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I like all of the ones where it's, you know, wherever it's Donald, it's, you just make a Donald mm. and, and you just... You know, chuck that dough in there so um yeah it's uh it, it's I, I wonder what she'll uh en- end up going with um i like marlon bread dough i think marlon bread dough is quite good i like that too i think that's yeah. really good because that says what it actually is and yeah. also it's like you know marlon brando marlon bread it's great yeah. I, I like that one too that's a, that's a, that's a winner for mm-hmm. sure well that's up the front for now yes and then we may we may 
come up with something else. Who knows? <laughs> I'm not very good with puns. I think think that's it. Yeah. Well, if we come up with any more, we shall we shall let you know. We but shall. Uh, don't don't hold on with that bated breath too much. Do you, do you realize that when I started doing this uh, show uh, all those twenty something years ago, um, the adverts and stuff that we play they came on these massive cassettes. Oh no way! And you had to actually put them in. Yeah, you put them, there was a there was a machine thing that was uh, in beside the desk, and you stuck them in there, and then it, there was a tape and it would actually play the the ad and rewind it back. Wow. So you had to grab these tapes out and then stick them into the thing, and yeah, we've come a long way since then. We certainly have. It's just uh, a clicker for button now and off it goes. But uh, I actually thought where you, I thought you were going to say they were the same ads from 20 years ago. Um, and I was like, Surely they've updated them. I think so, I think some of them have been updated. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that <laughs> I can't even remember the original ads we had. There was one. There was one that we used to play. Uh, Ina Kleiner Nuck's music. Oh. I don't know if it's a show still on the, the station or not. But uh, yeah, I remember that one. That was a, an, an interesting uh, show. Um, wow. But uh, no, I don't. Uh, I don't think the other ads are uh, are still there. So yeah, but. Um, it was good this week. I actually got to get to the cinema twice this week. Um, went to uh, Hoyt's Carousel and watched uh, um, Free Guy mm-hmm. and also went to uh, Warwick uh, and saw Reminiscent. Um, yes, um, which is the new Hugh Jackman film. Yes, mm. yes. Um, so which one do you want to do first, New Guy Ooh. or Reminiscent? I know Reminiscent's a long film at two and a half hours or nearabouts. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's more of a science fiction and then Free Guy. Maybe we'll go with Reminiscent because then we can go into Free Guy, which is a bit more fun. But at the same time, what are you prepared to talk about first? Well, I, I did have the uh, the information up for a Reminiscent. So oh, I will, perfect. Uh, there you go. I will go, go, with, uh, go with your first choice. Um, and, yeah, so it's a, the, a new Hugh Jackman film. Now, I'm, like, with Hugh Jackman films... Um, she was in Doctor Sleep. Ah, cool. Uh, sorry, I'm just talking to myself. Um. About it. <laughs> with uh, with Hugh Jackman films, like he is so synonymous with Wolverine mm. that anything for me, anything he does outside of that just doesn't really. It's not that as good mm. as what I've seen him do as, as Wolverine. Um, but it, I mean, he was in the Prestige, uh, the Christopher Nolan film. That was quite good, and that's actually got links to this because it's the sister-in-law of Christopher Nolan who is directing this film oh, cool. uh, and also wrote it, uh, Lisa Joy. Um, and he, yeah, he's been in other stuff as well, like um, yeah, Greatest Showman. He was good, and if he mm-hmm. does singing and dancing, I think he's fantastic. But like, it's just. Uh, uh, some of the other films I've seen him in just haven't been as as good as I would have liked. Mm. Um, this one I think is a really good you know vehicle for his delivery and his his acting the, the way he does things. Um, it's a the way I describe it is kind of like a a sci fi dystopian noir. Ooh, I like that, and I can envision that. <laughs> Because of that, it's quite descriptive, so I can envision mm. that. Uh, so he uh, is living in a world, um, and he I'm talking about is uh, Hugh Jackman's character, Nick Bannister, uh, is living in a world where we've we've screwed it up. Obviously, um, you know, temperatures got really hot, so all the ice of the world has melted and flooded, you know, major cities. Now they're based in Miami, uh, which was a fairly watery city at the mm. best of times. 
so the the really rich people in uh, the the society have, you know, built these uh, massive dams to keep the water out, and they get their nice dry land where everyone else gets to either be walking in puddles constantly, or living in cities which are just surrounded by water and having to get around by boats. Uh, and there's been, you know, obviously uh, a lot of war and confrontation and things like that, but things have you know settled down and. Um, Society's found its its uh, equilibrium. So you've obviously got these rich people, they're doing their thing, and everyone else is just trying to get by and survive. Now, in a world like that, some of the best places to hide uh, are in your memories, like mm. in, your, in your good memories. And in this world, there's a machine that allows people to go back and re-experience those good memories. So um, instead of like you know, going back and like thinking about it or anything like that it's it's like tactile so you 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 feel your 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 smell uh, your taste it's all those kind of things um and so a lot of people come to people like um uh, Nick and um his partner uh, as well and they I don't have her uh I don't have her name here, which is um, it's played. Uh, she's played by Thandi Newton, but uh, I don't have her character's name. Oh, Thandi Newton. Mm. So is this like you know when you have a really good dream, but you wake up halfway through and you go, "Damn, I wish I could continue that dream." This gives people people can go back to those and and live like live them. I'm, I'm kind not, of. I'm not sure if it's um, like the dreams. It's more like actual things that happen to them. Oh, um, good. So good memories good that memories, have happened yeah. to you. So I like, don't know why I was thinking yeah. dreams, but so um, like if you wanted to relive um, like an awesome day or yeah. uh, like a certain experience or you like just can go you could go back and mm. you will relive it as if it was happening again. Oh, cool. Which I think everyone, if given the chance to go, man, that was a really good yeah. day. I would love to go back and do that day again. Yeah. Or, or talk to that person again. Yeah. Like even though it would be the same conversation, you could go and experience talking to someone who's been long dead, that, that sort of thing. Um, but uh, yeah, so you've got uh, um, Watts, sorry, so Dan Dean's character is Watts. Um, they run this business mm. where people come in and they uh, pay to relive these memories and they um, it's kind of like one of those you know how noirs work you know mm. it's like a the detective thing and it's like a voiceover and they go you know I didn't expect her to walk into my life and so it's got really got those kind of elements to it mm-hmm. um, and and like literally uh, May played by Rebecca Ferguson walks into uh, Nick's life mm-hmm. so he's there they've sharp shot for the day and all of a sudden she walks and goes I've lost my keys um, can you put me in the machine and help me figure out where they are oh. And so they put her in the machine and then uh, he sees like her, her singing and stuff like that and I think he falls in love with her at that point mm-hmm. and then goes and, and finds her and they start a relationship. But then May goes missing and he becomes obsessed with finding her. Um, so that's one part of what's happening in the story. Uh, and another part of the, uh, the the story that's going on is about the, the rich property developer that's, you know, that lives in a town and that sort of thing. But it's... Um, it is one of those those kind of stories where, it, like, you know, it's a mystery. It unfolds as it goes along, but you're throwing in that element of um, people, like, you know, getting into their memories and 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 finding out what they know. Because originally, the the um, uh, equipment was designed for interrogating people. Mm-hmm. To you know, what better way of being able to find out stuff? Because the the person who's doing the um, uh, 
basically being the guide to the person who's reminiscing, uh, they can see in three dimensions what's actually going on in in the the person's mind, uh, which is really cool to be able to like you know he they're thinking it and he's seeing it and so yeah. it's a it's a really interesting story and I was I was so. Yeah, I can see when you hear that uh, Lisa Joy is you know, connected to Christopher Nolan and, and his brother, obviously, it made so much sense because yeah. he is that kind of person who will do uh, a, a film and just make it a bit different. I mean, you know, sometimes it hits like, you know, The Prestige and um, Inception and those kind of things. Sometimes it's a miss like... Um, uh, oh, wasn't there that film Tenant, Tenant. recently that yeah. no one – well, I can't – I've never seen it, but I think it, it didn't do overly well. Yeah, it was a miss in my books. Mm. So, But th- this one I, I loved. I thought this was great. Like, um, Thandie Newton's uh, character was, was brilliant. Like, uh, just a um, person trying to get by in this horrible world that they're in. Yeah. And – you know, it's just it's just great, and uh, you know, Hugh Jackman is he's still his next soldier. He's still like a good fighter, but he's not like uh, he's not like Wolverine, where he he, he can basically do anything. So um, there's vulnerabilities to this character, and mm-hmm. that's that's good to see in, in in Hugh Jackman. So I'm I'm I was really happy with this this movie. Like I was uh, sitting there for the the um, 256 minutes and just uh, in, enjoying every every second of it. So um, I am going to give uh, reminiscence um, four and a half earrings. Ooh, earrings. Yeah. So you have to go to the, 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 the movie and check that out to, to understand what that's all about. There you go. No, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I think it, it sounds really good and I quite enjoyed it. A film that most people didn't like but I really enjoyed was Prisoners. So um, I, I really enjoyed Hugh Jackman in that film. What so. was pr- which one was Prisoners? So it also starred uh, Jake Gyllenhaal uh, and it was a, a kind of mystery about a serial killer. Right, uh, okay. So, yeah, he was in that and he played like the, the detective guy. <sighs> was, oh, yes, I do remember who, that. Um, and then Jake Gyllenhaal was kind of this victim huh? and... Yeah, he kind of pursued him a little bit. But I really enjoyed that film and no one – well, not a lot of people did. So um, I go. think I got angry at it. Yeah? <laughs> I think I did, yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think I recall you saying that and, mm. I, yeah, I think we've spoken about it before and I'm not sure why but, um, yeah, I, I think you're not the only person. So <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 do, I do vaguely recall being angry at that film for some reason. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's just uh, – I think this one's good and, and I think um, – yeah, people should go out and see it. If you do like uh, Christopher Nolan films, if you like your films to be a bit more, you know, bendy, twisty mm. kind of, you know, this one's a, a good one. But, yeah, definitely if you like your classic detective noir, I, I recommend it. Excellent. Really, really good. Fantastic. You're listening to Unscripted, the film show. You are indeed. Thank you very much for that, Rachel. It's good to have her on the show. It is. It's <laughs> lovely to hear her voice pop up every now and again while she's um on her leave, so... <laughs> Uh, I wonder what she's up to. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But um, 
what we're up to, films. We're always always up to films. So. What are we going to hit next? Because there's a couple more left to talk about. So, Well, I shall, I shall, I'll throw it over to you. Sure. <laughs> are you interested in hearing about a thriller or uh, the Irish Film Festival or a film starring Adam Driver? Oh, I'll go with the Adam Driver one because this one you said was a um, uh, it's not a rock opera. A um, oh, what do you call it? It's a um, oh, what did I call it? It's a kind of it is kind of like a rock opera, but I think there's a better name for that. A no, a rock opera musical. Yep. Rock opera musical. Okay. Yeah, let's go with that. But um, the film is called. Annette, it's a – you might remember recently I spoke about this film called The Sparks Brothers yes. documentary, which I loved. I knew nothing about Sparks uh, and who they were. They are, of course, these brothers, uh, Ron and Russell Mal, who have been around for, you know, years and decades and they make music and they are American but they are almost got this European vibe to them. And Edgar Wright, who is, of course, the director and writer of uh, the Cornetto trilogy, you know, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, uh, what was the other one? The World's End yeah. and, and other films. He is a huge fan of these guys and did this documentary. But one of the things he highlighted in that documentary was that these brothers had been trying to make a film or somehow be involved in a film for years. And they had been, but every project they were attached to kind of just fell apart. And they finally teamed up with French director Lias Cardex uh, to deliver this rock opera musical called Annette. And it centres around this celebrity couple. Uh, you've got this really provocative stand-up comedian, uh, Henry, played by Adam Driver, and a opera singer played by um, Marion Cotillard, uh, and her name is Anne in the film. And their relationship begins to struggle uh, following the birth of their daughter, Annette, who might just have a special ability. Uh, it also co-stars Simon Helberg of The Big Bang Theory okay. uh, as well in this film. So most of the film is sung. Uh, you've got Marianne Cotillard. She's got this great voice. Uh, Driver, he, he's he got an interesting voice. He manages to pull it off though. So I've never heard him sing. but he's He's not a great singer, but... I kind of liked the songs he sung. Mm -hmm. So they were really kind of edgy and, and quite cool. There's one particular song where he's on stage and he's performing to an audience who uh, unfortunately some allegations come out against him and he's not been such a great guy. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden his fan base just turn against him and he starts singing to the audience and, you know, telling them, you know, to basically, you know, it's not my problem. You don't find me funny anymore. <laughs> and it, it's quite a good catchy tune. And um, parts of the film are really surreal dreamlike mm. and uh, it's very theatrical very theatrical um and i guess one of the questions or one of the things that i pondered was is it too strange you know how people love strange films mm. where do we say this is too strange too weird um it's got a great introduction to the film and I think it's a type of film that will divide audiences you would you're either going to love it or you're going to hate it and i think i've seen about 6 to 10 people walk out of this film at which point? Like at the beginning? Most of them at the beginning and then a couple towards the end of the film as well. So, yeah, six. I, mean, I don't think I've quite seen that many people walk out of a film before. I think mm. this is probably the most people. And it is a, a fairly long film. Uh, it took me a few days to 
really figure out what, to be honest, when I was watching it, I didn't like it. I did not like this film when I was watching it. I thought it was, I didn't like it. However, I've changed my mind. (laughs) I've reflected upon this film. I've listened to the soundtrack over and over and over. I, I really like this film. I actually like it. Right. Okay. How is that? You go from hating a film, Mm. but then leaving it and thinking about it a bit more and going, actually, you know what? This is quirky. This is very quirky. So it officially opens uh, on the 26th, so that's next Thursday. Mm-hmm. However, there are advanced screenings uh, from the 20th. So if you do want to see this film, and you can actually catch this on Amazon Prime too, it's going to get a release on there. I do urge people, though, to go to the cinema and watch it yeah. because you get that more theatrical mm-hmm. experience uh, with also, it. Also, it's harder to turn off when you're in the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I do think that this is the kind of film that you do – I don't – Think, I don't like people walking out of films mm. because I think you can't really experience a film or say you hated or liked it. I hated this film when I was watching it and I wanted to leave, mm-hmm. but I sat through it and now I love it. So um, I, I liked it and I think that I'm probably a very small minority of people that will, but, uh, yeah, I think it's worth giving a go. Did it have – because, like, some musicals, you've got uh, the speaky bits mm-hmm. and then you've got the singing bits. Yep. Uh, and then other musicals are all singing bits. Mm. Was this a all singing bit musical or – Mostly all yeah. singing. Yeah, right. very, very small amounts of dialogue. But a lot of the songs and the singing bits were – Spoken, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. So they weren't full songs. They they were kind of dialogue-based and they weren't repetitive songs in a way that it almost felt like dialogue being sung. Right, okay. Uh, in a way, but I, I loved it. I, I really, really enjoyed this film and I'm going to score it a four. Uh, four gowns, <laughs> like dressing gown things. Dressing gowns. Yeah, dressing okay. gowns. Because um, Adam Driver, for some reason, when he performs his stand-up comedy routine, he comes on like a boxer wearing one of those, you know, boxing gowns that they wear mm, with the yep, hoods yep. And, he, and he comes on stage and he takes it off. It's part of his gig. Don't know what it's for. But, um, uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. So um, I think people will be find this interesting. You, you'll love it or hate it. And I think uh, you might even go with someone who loves it and you might <laughs> hate it. But um, I think stay till the end if you can. Don't walk out. So, so what would you give it if you were Cecilia who saw it that night and, mm. and walked out? The minute you walked out the door, what yeah. would you give it then? I reckon one and a half. Really? Yeah. So it actually like... Just- it grew on me. It just grew. I don't know. I started listening to the soundtrack. I started thinking about all the elements in the mm-hmm. film and I just thought... Actually, I don't. I liked it. I really liked it. So, is it, it is something you're going to watch again? Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I, I think you know. I would love to see this as a stage play. I think it would work so well as a stage play too. Um, so, and I, I don't think it was intended to be a film. The the musical component. I think the Sparks Brothers were working on something, and they just kind of turned it mm. into this. So, because yeah. Russell and Ron, the Sparks brothers, mm. they're listed in the cast. So, that were they actually in the movie? They were. Uh, were they in a lot or not no? a lot? Not a lot. But you do get to to see them, and they're part of they're a huge part of the musical process. And obviously, a lot of their musical, um, you can hear it throughout. You, mm. you just know, especially having come from seeing the Sparks brothers documentary, I now have a bit of a knack for picking up their music. <laughs> so, I, I think. They, Seeing that documentary really complements this film mm. too. So if you can see that documentary first uh, or vice versa, I think that they go really well hand in hand. And the, the director is also in the film by the looks of it. He is, yeah. yeah. 
um, I think he's the guy. He also meant he does this fantastic um, introduction at the beginning where he speaks over and he basically tells the audience to um, not move, not touch your phones, don't even breathe. Right. So it's, it's quite yeah. It's it, it does break the fourth wall, particularly at that beginning part. The the intro song is "Can We Start Now?" Mm-hmm. So it's asking the audience, "Can we actually start the show now?" Uh, so there, there's a bit of breaking of that fourth wall. Um, right. So yeah. Really Really interesting film. No, I, I, I definitely want to see it. And Simon Helberg, you mentioned from the Big Bang Theory, yeah. is in this as the conductor. Yeah. Uh, so was it because he was, you know, obviously with his character in the Big Bang, it was very, um, you know, you've seen him over all those seasons. Mm-hmm. But when you see him in a, a role like this, uh, did you get past that previous role and just saw him as this character? Or yeah, yeah, yeah he does. He's a he's a great actor. Mm. He plays um, this this guy who does all the conducting for Anne, who's this you know marvelous singer and um, really famous opera singer, and he's kind of behind the scenes, and he's a little bit um, what's the word envious of that. Um, but he's also quite a nurturing character in this film to Annette, who's who's the daughter. Right. So he plays kind of a uh, fatherly figure in that respect. So no, he he's done a great job in um, being a character that you can look past um, from from the Big Bang Theory. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's amazing when you see these people like they're so synonymous with those roles and they go and do uh, something different like the the, um, I can't remember the actor the guy plays Sheldon yeah like when you see him in uh, other other things like he's like really broken that Mm. that character to get away from it so uh, yeah good on him good on him so. But no, that's good. I actually I look forward to seeing it. Uh, uh, yeah, I like the idea of a, a rock opera. Yeah, so yeah. I shall. Uh, Even if you go just to to decide to hate it in the end, it's still worth going to go. <laughs> oh, I don't like that. That's right. <laughs> like like what we did with cats. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Shall we uh, move on to talk about Free Guy then? Which Let's is, do it. It was released last week, but uh, we didn't get to see it beforehand, so I uh, went and saw it on a uh, Tuesday afternoon. Oh, uh, as you do. Yeah, went and had a, went and had a bit of a pint beforehand um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, day drinking. It's good. <laughs> it is fun. It is yeah. really fun, isn't it? It's kind of it's so Shouldn't weird. Shouldn't condone that, no, but, no. Yeah, you know, drink well, responsibly. Yeah, day drink responsibly. You know, it's, it's like uh, we weren't, uh, you know, driving anywhere or anything yeah. like that. So, um, but it was uh, it was great to um, get get down to the, the, the cinema and, like, experience. Uh, um, it's always weird. Like when you're, you go around places you're working and you see people <laughs> who are just like, enjoying themselves during yeah. the week. You go, how dare you enjoy yourself? But then when you're one of them, it's kind of cool. It's like, yeah, oh, look at me, enjoying myself. Um, so, yeah, I went and had a, had a bevy and then I went and watched uh, Free Guy uh, and I was you know, really looking forward to this because obviously I'm a big Ryan Reynolds fan mm. uh, and it's it's interesting because this is a, a film that was being made by 20th Century Fox, um, now owned by Disney, now mm-hmm. 20th Century. Uh, and so I think this is film actually got um it got the really good deal of now being owned by by Disney because there's parts of this film where if it was still a 20th century fox film there was no way they were going to be able to include this stuff in there mm. um now the, the the story of free guy is um have you ever played any um open world games where you kind of like uh, you're the character and you go along and then there'll be like a, a mission you can do um, and then you do that mission and then you get something from that mission and then you move on and do something else. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. 
you know, like uh, Red Dead Redemption, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, you know, th- those huge kind of- fan of Grand Theft yeah. Auto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those are really, I, d- I didn't realise. You- I think I just, um, it was one of those games when I was growing up. I was like, it was kind of uh, uh, MA or whatever. But, you know, when you're young, you want to, you know, be naughty and play those games. So my brother and I were huge fans of um, <laughs> riding around in cars and stealing cars from people. and Picking up hookers. <laughs> basically. It was, um, yeah, and trying to outrun police, you know, mm-hmm. so... So yeah, so in this this world here, so uh, Ryan Reynolds uh, is a, a guy is a guy called Guy, uh, and he lives in this world. He works at the the local bank. Mm-hmm. Um, his his best friend uh, is um, a Buddy, played uh, by Lil Re- uh, Lil Rel Howry, and he's a security guy at the uh, at the bank. And like they you know get up every day. He uh, you know puts on his blue shirt. Uh, with his name badge guy, um, he walks to the local coffee shop. He orders his uh, coffee, same one every day, uh, and then you know, says hello to the police officer, meets up with Buddy outside. They walk to the bank together. Uh, the bank gets robbed several times a day, um, and then he you know, go, goes about his uh, – you know, goes to sleep, wakes up, does it all again the next day. Um, but uh, Guy finds that he's sort of like you know, experiencing things a, a bit differently and like starts wanting to have – different things mm-hmm. like you know not a um, you know white coffee with a couple of sugars and stuff like that he wants a cappuccino um, <laughs> so your buddy is you know clearly evolving uh, and then he comes across a Molotov girl uh, played by Jodie Comer and she reveals to him that he's actually a, a non-playable character in a video game Ah, so he's non-playable. Yeah. Oh, that's a bit boring. Well, no, no, because that's the thing is because everyone who, who meets Guy, mm. like when he kind of like breaks out of working at the bank and starts to like you know, do stuff that a gamer would be doing, mm-hmm. everyone's like, who's this hacker that's you know, hacked this skin ah. of the non-playable character? And it, they don't realise it's actually a character within the game who has evolved and become sentient mm. um so it's a really clever idea like the uh i just i just um you know i've always loved the uh you know set inside a game kind yeah. of concept but this is a little bit different because if you have a look at like your know, wreck at ralph all those characters in that game are cognizant of the fact that they're in a game and that's their job that's what they do yeah whereas here all these people in the game have no idea they're in a game <laughs> and they just think this is the real world and they're going about their lives mm-hmm. um but it's it's great. So you've got uh, Ryan Reynolds as guy. You've got Jodie Comer as a Molotov girl. Uh, you will meet another side to her as well because uh, you know she is someone in the real world as well as in the game. Uh, one of the the best um, things about this movie is getting to see Taika Waititi as a villain. Uh, he plays Antoine. Uh, and he is the designer of the game, so uh, but he is he is very uh, villainesque. Um, Joe uh, Kerry's plays Keys, and Urash Ab- uh, Abukar plays Mouser, uh, and they're uh, they're both uh, programmers that uh, that work on the game as well. Um, but yeah, there's just. You know, so many uh, like really cool things that happened in there. Channing Tatum's in this game, in, in this movie as oh, well. Oh, I didn't see him in the ads. I don't think. No, he's not in the ads. They don't play out the fact he's he's in there. But you go, you go. Is that Channing? Tatum? That's Channing Tatum. That's What's Channing going on there? Tatum. Um, you, you meet a, another character in the movie called Dude. I won't tell you uh, much more about him. Uh, he's a very interesting character. Uh, Bit of a resemblance to uh, to to Ryan Reynolds, maybe. But you have to oh. wait and see. Uh, but yeah, no, it's just. 
it's a really fun movie. Like just uh, if you if you ever played games ever, you'll you'll kind of you know, get an understanding of, of what's going on there. Um, but it's a, a movie which also got stakes as well because there's a reason why Molotov Girl is doing the things that she's doing, um, and it's uh, kind of all about uh, you know credit for the work that you do and, and those kind of things but uh yeah i'm I, I was very happy with uh with free guy um when you're watching it you're kind of trying to figure out how things are going to resolve themselves yeah and uh yeah it's okay. it's really it's really good it's really good so i i'd uh yeah recommend getting out and checking it out and when as i said the uh, this movie has benefited so much from being bought by disney when you see the film uh you'll understand what I'm talking about and I don't want to don't spoil it for you. But if you are a fan of Disney, uh, maybe, you know, stuff with superheroes in it, uh, go and see oh, this film. Excellent. And just remember that this guy is Deadpool as well. So <laughs> I, this this week I've got to uh, review a film that has Wolverine and another film that has Deadpool in it. That's pretty cool. And these guys are constantly, you know, just uh, ribbing each other mm-hmm. about, you know, they just they, they love – Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman love to make fun of each other. Um, and uh, Ryan Reynolds really wants Hugh Jackman to come back and do a Wolverine film so that Deadpool and Wolverine can be together again properly because they have been in a movie together before. If you remember, um, there was the first Wolverine solo film mm. and it had Ryan Reynolds in there as the Deadpool that they sewed up his mouth. Ah, right. Yeah. So yeah. you had like Deadpool, the Merc with a mouth, they sewed up his mouth. <laughs> it's like you guys do not understand this character at all. Ah, yeah. dear. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Free Guy, uh, I am going to give uh, Free Guy four and a half glasses. Awesome. No, it looks like a very colourful um, film and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it. It looks like good fun, one of those ones where you can just sit back and, and relax yes. and enjoy the ride, mm-hmm. uh, which is great. But, um, yeah, uh, a film where you're not going to enjoy yourself so much, though, in terms of the ride because it's a bit scary is The Night House. This is a loud film uh, and I'll get to what that means in a second, but The Night House, it's a psychological thriller. It stars Rebecca Hall. Uh, She plays this recent widower who is grieving from the unexpected death of her husband, Owen, and she struggles to live in this, you know, huge lakeside house that he built for them. Uh, Beautiful house, but uh, she's suddenly plagued by these uh, dreams as well as kind of seeing and hearing things. And because she's in this really quiet house, um, there's some really loud scenes that happen in, in yeah, loud music, loud crashing, loud, you know, uh, bits and pieces. So anything, everything is really heightened in this film in terms of that. So she begins to search through her husband's belongings, which is probably something you shouldn't do because it always leads to bad stuff. Mm. But uh, she discovers that he may have harboured some secrets uh, and dark secrets that uh, maybe he's not who she thought he was. Uh, so she kind of begins to kind of it becomes that mystery where she starts seeking answers and contacting people who knew him and she learns something new mm-hmm. from every person she comes across or every bit of information that she she uncovers and her friends keep telling her that you know just leave it alone you're grieving but she wants to keep digging deeper and deeper and she does so you know it, it's definitely a psychological thriller there's no slasher or gore kind of 
component to it. Um, there's a few jump scares, but for the most part, it definitely relies on that tension from that you know psychological thriller mm. uh, aspect and, and making the audience feel a little bit unsettled and tense. Uh, there was one particular jump scare that definitely got to me. I thought I was going to have a heart attack, but thankfully I didn't. Um, <laughs> that would be very <laughs> bad for the cinema. <laughs> it would have been. Um, it, it was great promotion <laughs> at the same time. Woman dies or has heart attack from seeing film. I was worried there were a lot of elderly folk in this film too. Oh, okay. Um, and everyone got out alive, thank goodness. <laughs> but there was a few oh, sighs of relief after this jump scare. So, um, yeah. But you know, it, it does tick all the boxes for a psychological thriller. It's um, it was slightly predictable. I found in some parts, but it, at the same time, I'm pretty good at guessing these kinds of films. Uh, Rebecca Hall, though, I thought she gave a great performance. She's a, she's a wonderful actress. I really enjoy her um, her work. So, yeah, really interesting uh, film. If you are after that psychological thriller, it definitely ticks all the, the right boxes. So um, I'm going to score this three and a half. Um, weird voodoo dolls. Weird voodoo dolls. Yeah. Oh. Isn't that interesting? Yes, what was her husband up to? What was Owen up to? Voodoo? He, voodoo. May, voodoo may have been involved, but he was, uh, he's a dark character. Although I've just realised there's a few questions that I have left over from this film that have not been answered. Um, so there you go. Just realised that. That was a realisation. So the, 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 the film is finished and you're just going, I, they didn't resolve this. I That's just realised there's, uh, there's, there's one particular thing that happens in this film that wasn't fully resolved or, or uncovered. So I'm a little bit now like, oh. Anyway, moving on. Um, the the, the, Irish, film the festival? Irish Film Festival. This is interesting because the Irish Film Festival uh, initially was supposed to be a live event in both Sydney and Melbourne, but due to the pandemic, the event has now been moved online, which means it reaches a national audience, which is fantastic. So uh, it runs from September 3rd to 12th and uh, tickets went on sale yesterday. But one of the films, and I'm hoping to watch some more as the film uh, festival progresses, but the the first one of the ranks is a film called Wildfire and it's written and directed by Kathy Brady. And uh, it's set on the Irish border and there's this kind of Brexit political Mm -hmm. theme that's running through the film but and we see the impacts of that but predominantly the story focuses on two sisters who reunite after some time apart they drifted apart when their mum passed away and it was this said to be this accident but there's also a question as to whether or not it may have been a suicide so it's a bit of a slow burning film it's really centres around those themes of loss and grief and and these sisters coming back together and rebuilding their relationship and you know there's also those political themes running through as well and I think it's a really humble film and it relies on those interesting characters and that development of Mm -hmm. the characters so I quite enjoyed this I think it's a nice story about a sisterly bond and yeah it's not action packed but it doesn't have to be because it's it's narrative driven 
Um, so, yeah, lovely little story and it is one of the films that you can catch at the Irish Film Festival. So irishfilmfestival.com.au is the website there. Jump on, check what else is on that list and um, do listen into Unscripted Weekly because I'm, I'm definitely going to uh, review some more of those films as the festival progresses and you've got uh, and you can watch from the comfort of your own home. So that's pretty cool. Very so nice. um, grab some tickets to that one. And um, who does not love an Irish accent? Yes, does. It's very good. I think uh, one of my favourite Irish films is In Bruges. Ah, great. <laughs> Which is great funny. Film. Funny saying it's my, my favourite Irish film is In Bruges, but it's because uh, the two lead actors are Irish. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it's very good. And they're going to be uh, re teaming up and doing another film. So, ah, yeah. excellent. I, I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be good. Fantastic. No, that is a great film. I um, need to re watch it, though. I can't quite recall everything that happened, but I remember watching the film and going, I really liked that. Yeah, it is one of those ones where you, you kind of like, go, I like that film. I can't remember what happens to it, but I like that film. <laughs> and you go back and you rewatch it going, oh, yeah, That's that right. happens. That's what happens. I yeah. actually think I've got a DVD copy of it. So not that you can even watch DVDs really anymore. Yeah, unless of course you, you can. Well, unless you have, I mean, my DVD player is busted you, and I can't you, even can't buy you, one. You just stick it in your Blu-ray player. That's busted. Your Blu-ray player is busted. Yeah. Well, no, it's not busted. I just yeah. I'm missing a cord for it, so ah. I can't <laughs> plug it in. But um, I'm sure I can just replace the cord. Well, what? Because it would be an HDMI or something. Surely, surely. I've got one yeah. around. Yeah. I've got I've got one around. I can do it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know what? Um, next week there's a few films out, which is great too. Um, we're gonna see Candyman. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is the remake of the the Candyman film uh, from back in the I think it's was it the late eighties or nineties? I think it was an eighties film. I feel like I've got to yeah. find out because I don't want to lead audiences astray. Uh, Candyman movie. Let's have a wee. Don't look. don't say it. You've already said it twice. So don't, <gasps> oh, don't say it again. How many times can you say it? I, I think, think it's, it's three. Is it is three it or three? five? For, yeah. I better not. I was going to say is it three or five for a certain amount. Um, yeah, 1992 film of the same oh, name. Okay. I thought it was late 80s mm. or 80s. But well, 92, 92 is very late 80s. That's true. <laughs> that, that is true. That's very true. You can definitely look at it that way. But, um, yeah, the, the screenplay is by Jordan Peele, who, of course, bought us films like uh, Get Out. Uh, and then there was another one that he did, which was not quite as good as Get Out. It, the name escapes me also. Um, us, was it? Us, thank yeah. you very much. So, uh, but yeah, Get Out was a huge success for him. So I'm looking forward to see what he does with Candyman. Mm. Uh, he manages to kind of uh, combine race and, and that within his films. So whether or not that's a question in this film too. Um, so, yeah, Candyman. And I'm um, seeing a film called The Best Sellers on the weekend. Yes. I actually don't know what it's about. I have no idea as well. I, I well, I believe it's about a uh, a grumpy um, uh, author who goes on a tour of bookshops uh, to help out a uh, publisher. That sounds that sounds like it. Yeah. But um, there you go. I, I don't mind walking to a film that I know nothing about because it's uh, always great fun. Yes, <laughs> I, I, I I'm going to go see that one as well on Saturday. Um, and hopefully the place I buy my donuts from is open because I uh, I do miss them. Ah, yes. Yeah. It's weird, like we've got Krispy Kremes and all, and Donut King, but I just like there's this in Leaderville, there's this uh, bread shop place that, that you like. they they do the donuts. I like those donuts, mm. so it's good. I had a um, I, I know we're getting off topic and we're almost finished, but I had like a muffin donut thing the other day. A muffin donut. Like, thing? It's got a very peculiar name, but it's a real real thing. It's a, a muffin combined with a donut. Um, let me see if I can find out. 
combined with donut. Is it a monut? It's interesting that we're talking about a dofin. Oh, yeah, it's like a duffin or something. A duffin. A duffin. I don't think it's that, but it's great. I'll come back next week with the correct name for that. Cool. And uh, and uh, I'll uh, give people an update on what uh, Cat has decided to call her starter. Yes, the uh, sourdough starter. Uh-huh. I'm still thinking. What did we decide? We thought uh, Marlin uh, bread dough. Marlin was Bre- it Marlin bread dough? Marlin bread, bread dough. Marlin yep. bread dough. Yes, yes. Clear winner. I think that's a, it. Makes so much sense. It, does. it writes itself. Uh, yeah. So we'll we'll talk about that uh, quickly. Um, Anthony Mackie is um, set for Captain America four, so he's going to be coming back as Woo-hoo! Captain America, which is awesome. Uh, and also um, the uh, the the last of the Daniel Craig Bond films uh, is going to be coming out uh, in November this year. Finally, No Time to Die, um, and so we're going to be able to see a Bond film, but. Uh, I thought uh, to lead us out um, tonight that I would play a um, theme track, a, th- a theme song from a previous Bond, and I thought it would go along the die theme. So uh, I'm going to play the track from Live and Let Die. Love uh, it. I shall play that now. We'll be back next week, and we'll catch you then. Bye. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the gentlemen of pop culture.